ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of My Honest Take. This is the only podcast that matters and the only pod you'll ever need. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your day. Guys, today is Sunday, and as you know, well, when you're hearing this, it's Monday. Um, the Super Bowl has just happened for us Americans, American football. Super Bowl just happened, so we got to talk about that. We also got some news regarding things that happened inside of the Super Bowl with attendees that attended. We got some news about some other things that can also pertain to this Super Bowl. Just know this podcast is going to be very Super Bowl oriented. All right. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, grab your popcorn. This is going to be a good one. I want to start off by saying this is ridiculous. You guys have been definitely showing a lot of support recently, and I cannot thank you enough for that. Almost at a thousand total downloads in, I believe, 35 states now, 15 countries. Without your endless support, this podcast will not be where it's at. Continue to show love, spread the word, spread the news. Follow me on all social medias. It's the same handle, Quincy Q2K everywhere. You know, I really do deeply appreciate all of you who tune in all the time to listen to this podcast. Definitely does make my day. Definitely makes me feel like I I got something going on here. There's some potential here brewing. And it's all because of you guys. So I definitely want to just give you guys a shout out for that. Now, with all the formalities out the way, I want to start off by saying, what are we doing? What are we doing, people? The first subject that we're going to discuss is a female who lives in Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. Kansas City, Missouri where (sighs) viewer discretion before I say this she accidentally mistaken (laughs) her baby for for, I'm guessing food um, and put her baby in the oven don't know the degrees but we're going to say 365, 350 probably some chicken and proceeded to yes cook her baby alive now Hearing that statement, I know what you're thinking. Okay, now he's just reaching for some for some clicks, for some views. You know, he gave us the shout-outs and lashes. No. This is serious. This is something where I have to turn my mind off and 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 not even try to think of any excuses for this lady. No, there's no excuses for you. Because how? Y'all see what I'm saying? How do you even get to a position to do that? How do you forget or, or, or misconstrue what your baby looks like? Like, you gave birth to this child and you thought it was a pork roast? I'm not even trying to be funny, guys, but I'm dead ass when I say that. You think your child is a pork roast, so you throw it inside the oven for 420 degrees Fahrenheit. Wait till it comes out and the turn on one's 85, medium rare. Are we serious? Are we serious? So reading into this crazy story that I would think doesn't exist, but somehow does. She is from, get ready for this, y'all. I'm going to blow your mind with this. Kansas City, Missouri. 
I say that because we're going to double back on this when I get into the Super Bowl portion of this podcast. Some of y'all brains are probably already, you know, turning and gears are working right now. We're going to get to it. But she's from Kansas City, Missouri. That's where this incident took place. And this lady was charged. Get ready for this. (laughs) Child neglect. Motherfucker how? How can you get charged with something when the child is no longer here with us? When the child is deceased? Now, how can you also get charged with this when you don't even know how she was at home? Maybe she was always there for a child. But putting the baby in the oven does not seem like child neglect. That seems like a manslaughter. That seems like murder. Degree one, two, and three. Premeditated, whatever you want to say. This was murder. This was an execution. And it makes me wonder, like I said, what made her do that? Like, I'm trying to wrap my head around it, guys. How many times have you mistakenly put somebody in an oven? Like, that doesn't happen. Now, I get the cereal in the fridge, milk, you know, out. And you're like, wait a minute. The milk goes in the fridge. Okay, I get that part. I get it. Cool. Happens. I get it. I'm going to try to think of another one that helped me out here, guys. Peanut butter maybe in the in the fridge, uh, maybe. And you're like, wait a minute, I'm like, I could put that in the pantry. Okay, cool. I understand those mistakes. Oh, okay, here's a bigger one. Open up your, your bottom of your kitchen cabinet. You know what I'm saying? Pull out some. Uh, mm, let's go with a uh, dish soap. Thinking it's uh, cleaning supplies for your counters. You're like, oh wait a minute, I didn't need this. I needed you know the actual you know uh, hand sanitizer type cleaners or whatever it may be, right? Okay, cool. Messed up. Cool. I get those, but this is a mistake that I'm trying to process. This is a mistake that doesn't just happen. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this is like a you can hit the lottery twice type deal. Like this doesn't happen, and it's just so crazy how it happened in Kansas City, Missouri. We're gonna double back on it, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna double back on because I got a lot to say about this Super Bowl. I got a lot to say, and keep in mind I'm a Broncos fan, so I didn't really care. I just went for. NFC because Chiefs been beating our ass for years. So, but yes, I had to say that this is, that was y'all. This is something that doesn't happen. So we're going to see if she ends up getting charged more down the line. If she does get the murder charge or anything like that. But this is just crazy. This is crazy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I thought, I thought, I thought the, the, the blue face was gone. I'm not even going to touch on it too, too much because I know I touched on it a little bit. Krishan getting a tattoo of him. Apparently now his ex got a tattoo of him too. What's going on with these women getting tattoos of their faces? I believe it's now, it started for like a trend for a couple seconds because another girl got a tattoo of her man on her face or some shit. Uh, what's going on? Like I said, and I reiterated again, don't get a tattoo of your partner's face or name. Initial cool. You know what I'm saying? Favorite color? Cool. Favorite saying? Cool. But their name? Don't do that. Face? Don't do that. You don't know for certain if that's the one. All it takes is one thing to take you off and you can you can leave. All it takes for them to mess up and then you can leave. You know what I'm saying? So please, ladies and gentlemen, stop doing that. Just get jury. Just get your, get, you know what I'm saying? Get their name of jury because then you can, you can toss that one. You can give it to someone. You can give it back to them. At, at that point, you can, that's fine. So... I'm just, just saying, just point out the statement there. Just, 
Just doing that. <laughs> Deadpool 3. The preview for that. The trailer dropped. Ladies and gentlemen, I think Marvel's back in business. I think Marvel's back in business. The trailer dropped, I think, earlier in the Super Bowl. But, y'all, I didn't see it. I, I, I know, but I heard it. I, I, I was hearing it because my brother was watching it. It sounds like it's going to be amazing. Now I know when I when I watch it, my, my eyes are going to glisten with just, just amazing. Uh, it's going to be amazing. Marvel has been recently, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Wedding the bed. Let's go with that. All right. With some of the movie releases and shows and things like that. But I think they're going to hit it off. Echo so far, I believe, is doing well. Loki season two had mixed reviews, but it was still positive. Um, but when it comes to the movies, it's like they've been they've been slacking. Now, I think Madam Web, when it comes out on Valentine's Day, is going to be a blockbuster. That's going to be a hit. All right. If they execute well, everything like that, I think Madam Web is going to be amazing. Okay. So I think Madam Web is going to be amazing if they execute it perfectly. All right. Now, with Deadpool three. We've been waiting years for another Deadpool. Deadpool 1, amazing. Deadpool 2, amazing. Deadpool 3 now has Wolverine in it. This is going to be top-tier stuff here, ladies and gentlemen. Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. This is top-tier bliss, okay? This is going to be shooting through the stars. But from what was said in the trailer, apparently this affects Jonathan Majors. So let's touch on that for a second. Jonathan Majors... Being Kang the Conqueror in Marvel, being in his situation with the female and everything that happened over there really shakes up the entire cast because now they're going to have to cast someone for Kang. I think Jonathan Majors did a great role as him. He was the best part in Ant-Man and the Wild's Quantumania. The movie was, I want to say subpar. It was still good. I enjoyed myself, but it was lacking. You know what I'm saying? If you watch it, you're like, yeah, okay, there's some parts, there's dry spots. It's like uh, writing was a little bit everywhere. But Jonathan Majors really saved it for me. Um, Acting-wise, it was amazing. I do appreciate him as an actor very well. You know what I'm saying? Even with his Creed and um, other movies that he has been in as well. He is a great, phenomenal actor. But I feel like recasting him now is going to... I mean, I can't say it's going to be difficult because there has been a lot of recasts of different movies where you're like, okay, it still works, or damn, they did even better. Rarely do you see the, uh, this movie sucks, and I should have kept the same actor. But... It does suck that now with Marvel dropping him, it's like, damn, like he could have probably had a lot more cameos and everything. Now they got to work around that, which like I still feel like Kang and Jonathan Major should still be a Marvel. You know, Jonathan Major should still have a job there because I feel like he didn't do nothing wrong. And this is not so upset anybody. This is not for everybody to say, oh, he's a feminist, uh, narcissist, whatever like that. He hates women. No, I do not. I love all women. I love all men equally. All right. I don't show one side more love than the other. If a man does something wrong, I'm going to call it out. If a woman does something wrong, I'm going to call it out. I call it how I see it. You know what I'm saying? But in that situation with Jonathan Majors had, it did open my eyes to really feel like, damn, certain females, like since what I said, I didn't say all females. All right. Listen. Certain females could get off scotch free a lot when they initiate something or start something. It feels like people, you know, don't even bat an eyelid when it comes to that. And that's what sucks. That's what truly does suck. So I feel like 
certain females are getting off scot-free and that's not how it should be they should be held accountable for their actions and Jonathan Majors should be still having a job at Marvel Studios man so I did want to say that but for people who are excited for Deadpool 3 like I am we got a movie to watch and like I said Madam Web is right there around the corner too that's going to be a hit I'm telling you right now it's going to be a blockbuster I know it is it's going to be a blockbuster trust me trust me <laughs> Trust me. Um, in other news, now, I, I had to get my mind together for this one because I don't know how I feel about it. We have our first successful transplant, let's say transplant or injection or surgery, let's call surgery, of the chip that Elon Musk has been working on. Their neurological chip that you put into someone's brain to mess with their neurons, okay? Their brain waves, you know, things that's very important for the, the brain to function, okay? A chip in there to pretty much, in my opinion, make him a robot. Now, obviously that's not what it is. What they said it does is if he downloads an app or something like that, he can end up controlling his phone and other devices with just his mind. Now, here's why I feel like there's your pros and cons. I feel like this is a super con, but let's let's go over the pros and cons. Let's have a look at everything both ways. The pros doesn't have to use his hands no more. He could just think. Boom, type of essay. Easy. Just think instead of typing and writing. He could just go. It's quick. You know what I'm saying? Number two, he could do everything so easily and seamless. You know what I'm saying? We're just thinking. Just the just the thought process is what's gonna make life a little bit easier for him and a little bit more seamless. Okay. Next one, it's cool. Let's just call it what this is cool. That's cool. That's all the pros we got. I got three pros for you. Let's talk about the cons. Number one, if this man gets hacked, he's done. If someone hacks into his brain, he's done. Because as it stands right now, there's no way we can hack into someone's brain. You know what I'm saying? Your brain is your brain. My brain is my brain. But now he's got that chip in there, which is technology, which can now be onto clouds and servers all it takes is for someone to do, 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 boom shut him down because it's in his neurons people which means if they do something correct right they can shut him down he's just walking enjoying his that collapse enjoying his coffee done i'm telling you it, it, it's sleep he sleep forever that's his biggest con is hackers okay Two updates, because this, this is some software equipment, and Elon, I believe, said they could do updates through the air over air updates, things like that. Imagine an update got some bugs, and he just starts having invol involuntarily, involuntarily. Wow, people, that this is how this is how much this is making me do that. This this topic is making me mess up my words. Involuntary. That's what I meant. Uh, you know, muscle spasm, the things like that, like. Imagine it. Imagine it messes up. He can't walk for a couple, you know, a couple minutes, you know, or his motor skills functions are a little bit off. This is this is a con, people. Three, why was if it takes over? Why was if if AI gets added into this and then, hey, how you doing? I'm taking over your body now. And he's done. He gets a personal Jarvis evil version. He gets Ultron. He's done for people. He's done for this. This has too many negative effects. Too many negative effects. 
And that's just three. I'm going to give three. I'm going to keep it even. Three, three. But there's a lot more cons. There's a lot more cons, people. But he was success. It was very successful in it. But now we got to see how he goes throughout his day. What happens? We got to see what happens. This is, this is. We got to see. We got to see. <laughs> that's all I can say. My honest take on it. Set the title. This was dumb. Elon is trying to play God. And I always tell people when man tries to play God, nothing goes right. Everything goes wrong when a man tries to play God, because as humans, we are made to make mistakes. We're not perfect. We will make mistakes. So when we try to play God, there is bound to be a mistake. Because if you did not know either, they have some Famous people, normal people, celebrities, rappers, musicians that are cryo-freezed, right? Everybody was speculating. Why does it take to do that? No, they actually do. You know what I'm saying? The information is there. Have them cryo-freeze to see if they can bring them back with later technology that we have. So we're trying to do these things of giving people now immortality. Okay, you're 90 years old. You think about the dollars freezing. See if we can bring him back, you know, get, give him back his 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 original body, you know, giving him back his prime years or, you know, what I'm saying you 40 years old. Yeah, I kind of uh, I don't think I'm gonna make it. Yo, boom, freeze him. Let's see what happens, because I ain't gonna lie. If you freeze me at 90, you know, what I'm saying you bring me back. I'm still 90. I'm still old and wrinkly. You might as well just let me perish, my guy. What am I going to do for 10 more years? Maybe. Uh huh. What am I going to do for, for nine, eight, you know what I'm saying? One, two months, you know what I'm saying? Three weeks, a day, two seconds. What am I going to do? We're playing God too much and it's going to have extreme consequences, people. It's going to have extreme consequences. Now, I don't dive into politics, but I did want to mention this real quick. There was a little interview that happened with, um, what's my man's name? Uh, Putin from Russia pretty much just saying, you know, hey, I'm not trying to start a war. Look, I'm not trying to invade Poland or I believe it was something like that. Um, people paint me out as the villain. I'm not that. Da, 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 da. And it was a good listen. Here's my problem. I feel like as a society, we paint people as a villain once we see them do something we don't like or that we deem as you know, not okay. And that's what sucks. Once you get that stigma placed on you, it's like people keep it on you. Like I said, I respect people for who they are. I'm just automatically respect you. For example, Dennis Rodman went and shook hands with Kim Jong-un. And everybody thought, oh my gosh, he, he's the worst. He come up, he's got bombers, he's got nukes, da 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 But there's a level of respect. KKK leaders. Black people, oh my gosh, if I see them, I'm killing them, da 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 A black person was friends with KKK leader and ended up having that KKK leader end up resigning and leaving them. It's all about respect. But because we look at people and see a stigma that they have on them, we automatically say they're a bad person. That's why racism is there. You blame one person for that and you put the stigma on them and now you believe the whole race is like that because you see multiple people doing it. So then you just say, oh, well, I guess everybody's like that. But all it takes is one person to show you different. Hey, look, hey, 
I'm going to respect you no matter what. Hey, how you doing today? Da, 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 da. And it makes you think, okay, wait a minute. So there is different people out there. A lot of our African-American people want to say fuck 12. I don't. If I have an issue that needs the cops, I'm calling them. <laughs> hey, come help. I need help. I'm here. You want to say why? Because even though I know this crooked cops, even though I've seen them with my eyes, oh, wow, that's messed up. I've seen a lot more that helped me out. That was cool with me that I had conversations with. I was neighbors with. So I'm not going to say something where it's not true for me. It's not true for me. Why do I need to say it? So. It's all about respect. So like I said in that interview, he's pretty much saying like, and I felt for him. It's like we look at him and automatically think he's the bad guy. Damn near in every game you play Call of Duty wise, we're going against Russia. (laughs) Like, Damn. Can we go against someone else? How about we fight someone else in America? Maybe that'd be a cool little change of pace, change of scenery. But what's crazy is I guarantee you a Russian Call of Duty probably has America as the villain. (laughs) It makes sense. So, but it was just interesting to see that and just feel for the human part of him. Because it's like, damn, we do paint him as a villain. And like I tell everybody, I don't believe, knock on wood, that we would get into an, a world war with nukes. Because I'm pretty sure all the major powers who have the nukes from China, North Korea, Russia, and America, we can end the world right now. We can end the world right now if we all said, fuck it, let's launch the nukes. We're game over. Game over. Game the fuck over, man. So. But it was interesting. Like I said, I just wanted to touch on that just to tell people respect, man. Just automatically show the respect. If you don't get that respect, then, hey, it's fair game. You can do whatever you please because <laughs> that's how I live. I respect you as soon as the respect is gone. It's disrespect. Just like that. So. Now, people. The time. The moment. We've all been waiting for This is about to be an explosive end to this podcast because the Super Bowl just ended. Kansas City, fuck you. You got your third ring, Mahomes. Kelsey, you're making your claim. Pacheco, two first starts, two first seasons, two rings. Andy Reid, coach. Greatest coach? Is that what we're saying? There's a lot of questions that need answers. And I got the answers to questions that y'all tried to figure out. Let's start it off by saying, congratulations, Kansas City Chiefs. Travis Kelsey, let's start with you. Does this make you the greatest tight end ever? No, it does not. Now, no hate. Travis Kelsey is a stud. One of the best to ever do it. Multiple records broken. Most receiver yards, best duo with Mahomes. He does it all. Block, catch, run, make crazy plays, clutch, whatever you want to say. Kelsey, you're making your case. But there's still one tight end that you won't beat. And ladies and gentlemen, that's Rob Gronkowski. I don't think Kelsey will catch him because of the simple fact of Gronkowski was a better blocker. That's what makes a great tight end if you can block it. And catch. And Kronkowski was was catching shit that 
You wouldn't even think he would catch. He would catch, turn, truck you, stiff arm you, carry you, and then push you off of him. What the fuck are we talking about? Kelsey, you're a stud. Hall of Fame. Easy. It's not no future Hall of Fame. No, you're a Hall of Fame now. I will give you that. But Gronkowski was doing things that, that, that tight ends don't do. Shannon Sharp was running my receiver routes as a tight end. Yes. Shannon Sharp is, as you know, I'm, I'm biased. Pray for the Broncos. He's up there for me. Do I think Kelsey's better? Ah, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. Antonio Gates? Ah, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. Tony G? Okay, hold on now. Now we're pushing it. I don't know if Kelsey's better than Tony G, okay? He, Tony G might be the best chief. All right, let's slow down. Okay? I, 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 it's just Gronkowski, though, was a different breed. Don't believe me, go look at Gronkowski highlights. Just go look it up. It speaks for itself. Pacheco, first two seasons as a running back, two rings. That does not make him Hall of Fame bound. Just because you have the rings, listen, and I say this for NBA 2 with championships, just because you have that doesn't mean you're one of the greats. But that's why I hate the deep, that's why I debunk it when people say, you know, for basketball, oh, okay, um, Michael Jordan has six rings, six and no. Oh. There's other people who have six rings. There's other people who went six and zero, oh. so you can't use that excuse that Jordan went six and zero. Oh. Jordan went six and zero. Oh. Okay, there's some other people went six and zero oh in the finals. So what are we talking about here? You know what I'm saying? There's people who got six rings, seven rings, eight rings, nine rings, ten rings, eleven rings. You know, there's people who got more rings too. You see what I'm saying? So it's based off the player. Now Pacheco got two rings. Is he a great run back? Yeah, he's gonna be a stud, I believe. But let's say he was just your average Joe, or let's say he declines. Are we going to say he's the best running back in the league? Are we going to say he's Hall of Fame bound? Or we can't say that automatically. Just because he got his two rings, he's in a... That's like putting... That's like putting Kawame Brown. I know he's getting a straight shot here. But I'm just using him, for example. On the, the Golden State Warriors when they had KD. Or matter of fact, scratch that. Put you, the person listening, put you on that Golden State Warriors team with Kevin Durant. You just got a free ring. And you didn't have to do nothing but hand out water. You did that in your first five seasons. Let's say that team said you had five years. You got five rings. You're 5-0 and in the finals. That doesn't make you Hall of Fame bound. That doesn't even make you one of the best players in, on the planet. doesn't make you none of that. You see what I'm saying? So, to Pacheco's case, he's going to be a great player. Trust. So, he can add to his resume. But having the two rings in his first two starts, I know people are going to try to blow that out of proportion. That's how the media does. And I'm not the media. I'm going to keep it real with y'all because it's my honest take. Said it twice. So I'm going to keep it real with you. You feel me? Like I said, people are saying Travis Kelsey and the media are saying he's the greatest tight end already. I already know they're going to say Pacheco, great start already. He's going to be amazing. Best running back in the league? Question mark? No. No. No, no, no. He's still got to go against CMC, even though they both fumble. But. He still got to go against CMC, Alvin Kamara, um, Derrick Henry. You know what I'm saying? He still got competition. You know what I'm saying? But I will be picking him up in fantasy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> now, Andy Reid, greatest coach of all time. I think I'll agree with that one. Yeah, I know John Madden, man, but he wasn't. No, 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 no. He was a great coach. Yes. But the resume, you got to look at the resumes, wins. Playoffs, clutch moments, taking people out, making the right plays, things like that. Andrew Reid is one of your greatest coaches um, of all time. Bill Belichick 
is a close second because he did mold Tom Brady into being who he has to be. Because everybody just says Bill Belichick would have been nowhere without Tom. I, I can see that because Tom did go to Tampa Bay and everybody thought, oh, he's gonna, he's not gonna do nothing, and he got a ring. So Tom proved he could do it. You feel me? Tom proved he could do it. But we can't discredit Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is a great coach as well. Dan Campbell has to be up there bringing in the, the Detroit Lions people who was 0-16, 2-14, whatever, and taking them to the playoffs and winning a playoff game and winning a playoff game. Yeah, they end up losing to the 49ers. They did have that crazy lead on them. But please do not blame Dan, Cam- Dan Campbell for that. We talked about it before. It was the defense. So Dan Campbell's up there too. Kyle Shanahan. We got great coaches, man. Great coaches. The Denver Broncos coach. <laughs> Y'all already know. I don't even got to say his name. Play for the Saints. Drew Brees and them. Don't got to say his name. Speaks for himself. But Andy Reid, greatest coach of all time. I can, I can see that. I can say that. I can say that. Now, Mr. Mahomes, I'm going to keep it short short and simple. Short and sweet and simple. No, he's not better than Tom Brady. Stop saying that. Tom Brady has seven rings. That's more than some fucking franchises. Damn near all the franchises. I believe he's tied with what, the Steelers? One player is tied with the whole organization? Stop it. Stop it. That's like the same stat with uh, LeBron. He's been to more playoffs or finals than damn near half the league. Teams, organizations, that's crazy. So with Tom having seven rings, Mahomes got time to catch up. He, he, he has to catch up. Okay. And the reason I'm weighing rings heavy with him is because Tom has the, 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 the resume. So we count the rings. Brother has three different Super uh, Hall of Fame careers of three different decades. What the fuck are we talking about? 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s. The brother is insane. Come on, man. Come on, man. Y'all need to stop it. He's either been the Peyton, in my opinion. And I'm bi- I know I'm biased. It's cool. But Peyton got the most MVPs. The hell are we talking about? What are we talking about? Okay, he got he got two rings. Okay, cool. But Peyton still got records that's not been broken. Peyton is still one of the greatest. You feel me? John Elway. Come on, man. Come on, man. Let's be let's be logical here. We yes, Mahomes is different. Yes, Mahomes is amazing, Hall of Fame already. But we can't just discredit Tom like that. Stop saying Mahomes is the goat. He's not the goat, bruh. He's not the goat. But the media is gonna spin it out of control and say he's the greatest of all time. He is not the fucking greatest. Tom is the greatest football player to ever touch a football. And Peyton is second when it comes to quarterbacks. I'm sorry. Tom and Peyton are, are one and two. One and fucking two. Because if we really want to be logical, Tom Brady was the one who handed Mahomes' his two losses in the playoffs. Tom fucking Brady. <laughs> let's, 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 let's stink, please, people. Okay, Mahomes could run. Cool. Tom don't need to run. He was going to lazy a defense regardless. Okay, what about Peyton? Peyton didn't need to run either. He was calling Omaha's right when he saw your defense. You were fucked. Once he said Omaha, wrap it up. That's a touchdown or that's a first down. Wrap it up. 
Mahomes is a great talent. Don't get me wrong. One of the best we'll ever see touch the fucking field. But for you guys to say he's better than Tom is just blasphemy. And Shannon Sharp's going to say it. Stephen A's going to say it. First Take's going to say it. No, you heard it here from me. Send it to them. Show the ESPN people. I will debate. I will debate Stephen A to death. Because Stephen A just gets loud. I love you, Stephen A. I do. I respect the hell out of you. You're an amazing person. But you can't debate me, brother. You just get loud. I'll let you talk. Say your piece and I come at you. Boom. I love to talk. I love to debate. I love him. Maybe it's my hidden superpower. I bring out the facts, I bring out the evidence, I bring out the supporting thesis, and I hit you with my opinion. That makes that opinion sound like a fact, and boom, Mahomes is not the GOAT. Just like that. But tip, hats off to the Chiefs, man. Hats off to the 49ers. 49ers should be back there next year, man. You guys got a great team. Kyle Shanahan, you're still a great coach, but for you to be up double digits every single time in the Super Bowl and lose and have a 0-3 record is starting to show a blemish on your record. You have to make a winning season in a winning postseason to really be nominated for one of the best coaches. Now, before I end off, I did say I was going to double back. This is going to be quick because this is for the certain people. All right. If you're still here, this is for you. My conspiracy theorist people. Now, I just said that if you don't listen to the podcast, it's cool. I appreciate you. Thank you. Always enjoy the rest of your day or night. Okay. And for my people who are staying over this extra 30 minutes, as you guys know, the pause usually 30. For the people staying over, we're going to talk about the conspiracy that we have. We have a lot. Number one, Kansas City Chiefs winning. Right after Taylor Swift wins album of the year. Hmm. She wins. Travis Kelsey wins. Perfect storyline. Hmm. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. It's very interesting. Just having the Chiefs win in general. Mahomes, your cover boy, down at Tom Left. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Because on paper, 49ers got the better team. Hmm. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Very interesting. Let's go back. Remember I said about the lady with her baby? It happened in Kansas City, Missouri. Hmm. For the people who believe in it, was it the sacrifice? The baby was the sacrifice? Now, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. You said the baby has. I'm not using That's why I said for my conspiracy theorist people, they will listen to this. It's interesting. As far fetched, it's probably not it, but it's just, it's, it's a very weird coincidence. Super Bowl, Kansas City Chiefs, this happens. Right before the Super Bowl, it happens in Kansas City, Missouri. Interesting. Interesting. We see Taylor Swift there. Ice Spice joined her. But it was what Ice Spice was doing and wearing that I mentioned her. As we see Ice Spice, we just think the fatty, the dump truck, the wagon. Simple clothes, New York, whatever. But today was different. Wearing Balenciaga, as we know, most of these major luxury brands have done some type of controversy. Gucci with the blackface, Balenciaga with the sex trafficking and child abuse, things like that. So you're wearing something that's known for that. Now, I can't really say too much 
because the same people who pointed that out, she's wearing Balenciaga, the sex trafficking people, da da da, probably wear Tommy Hilfiger, and they're black, and as we know, Hilfiger was racist. Uh huh. You feel me? Probably shop at H and M, which is fast fashion. Probably shop at you know DTLR, Spencer's, all these fast fashion places where child labor is at an extreme high. You see what I'm saying? So I can't really nitpick that clothes because most of the clothes that you wear and support and all that probably have a dark past to them as well. But at the same time, it is something crazy to mention. She also wears an upside down cross. It didn't look like just a regular cross. Well, you can tell it was upside down. And she does some hand gestures that looked very satanic. But believe me, it was trending everywhere. Trending everywhere. Devil horns, they're doing some Baphomet symbols, things like that. If you don't know what it is, look it up for yourself. My real conspiracy theorists know. Then we go to the halftime show with Usher, which I heard was trash, but I also heard it was good. Brought out Lil John, Ludacris, Alicia Keys. I mean, hey. I heard it was straight. But the one that stood out to me was Usher in the middle of the, you know, little platform. And it was fire, right? But then it looked like some more symbols and stuff of fire. And it's just what people are saying is a satanic ritual right in front of our eyes. Now, for me, I've been new. This stuff was in the air. It's been happening. We're living in the end times. We just don't know when. But it's just more blatant now and more in our face. That's all it is. So if you notice it, it's just like, oh, it's there. We, I, I knew it was going to be there. So it is interesting to see this, y'all. It is very interesting. It's scary to some. But to the others, we're just here enjoying it. We're enjoying the show. We're just here for the ride. Because we know what time it is. But it is interesting to see more people call it out. I will say that. It is interesting to see more people call it out, more people to form these conspiracies, more people to believe in these things. It is interesting. But like I said, it is weird seeing this stuff and just seeing how the Super Bowl is. Because I barely watched the Super Bowl. I watched, I believe, the third or the fourth quarter. Super Bowl wasn't that interesting to me. But seeing what I saw, it does make people think because it's like if you don't know what you're looking for you're just missing it so i just had to say that so my conspiracy theorist people thank you for finishing this with me and if you weren't you still finished i appreciate you anyway thank you guys like i said once again for almost 1000 total downloads we're almost there keep subscribing keep liking keep favoriting this pod keep sharing it with all your friends recommend it I appreciate you a ton for all of that love and support that you guys have been showing on the podcast recently. Thank you tremendously. From the bottom of my heart, I love each and every single one of you for all this endless support you've given me. So, with that being said, I appreciate you once again. Thank you for listening to my honest tape. I'm out.